Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cocktail Hour Fantasy Football Podcast presented by the Face Off Sports Network. I am your host, Emerson Beery. Happy to be joining you on a Wednesday, feeling a little under the weather, but Thanksgiving's tomorrow, so which actually doesn't mean much for me. I'll be working all day. I work in the service industry. That is the way it goes, but we're going to be doing it a little differently this Wednesday. I'm going to be talking some injury analysis, some injury updates heading into week 12 of the NFL season. Not as much on the waiver wires this week. Every single team is going to be playing this weekend, so a little less exciting there, so we'll be covering some of the Bigger start sit, sit decisions you'll be facing this week on the injury side of things to begin with the Thursday night football games. Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. Luke Musgrave has an abdominal injury, lacerated kidney are the reports. He is not going to be suiting up tomorrow, and he will maybe – his fantasy season is likely done. He is an IR candidate at this moment. Impressive season for Luke Musgrave as a rookie. He will look to improve on that. In his 2024 season, lots of positive dynasty takeaways, though. In redraft leagues, I think you can safely drop Luke Musgrave, though. Aaron Jones yeah, suffered a scary knee injury, was carted off the field, but not as bad as initially feared. MCL sprain week to week, but certainly won't be playing tomorrow. A.J. Dillon was also on the injury report, but will be playing tomorrow. He is a top 24 running back in my rankings. Jaden Reed also dealing with a small chest injury that I don't think will keep him out any significant period of time. He's not in danger, I believe, of missing time tomorrow. Got some rushing attempts, got a rushing touchdown this past week. Very excited about Jaden Reed, and he could be the best wide receiver in this Green Bay Packers room. Moving on to the Commanders versus the Cowboys. Antonio Gibson did miss week 11 with a toe injury. Toe injuries are something Antonio Gibson is unfortunately foot and toe injuries. Very familiar with Antonio Gibson. Not somebody I'm starting either way. Brian Robinson has been a top five fantasy football running back this season to the surprise of many just getting a lot of volume and has stayed healthy. So Antonio Gibson, not somebody who I would be rushing out to start anyway. Maybe a very deep league flex option in PPR leagues. It does garner five to six targets pretty much every game he's out there. That is it for really the Commanders and Cowboys, though. Last up on the Thursday game, Seattle versus the 49ers. Kenneth Walker, oblique injury, not going to be playing tomorrow. Didn't practice all week. Could be This could be a multi-week injury for Kenneth Walker. 
to the disappointment of many. I, Kenneth Walker's had a very good season, although it's dipped in recent weeks with the emergence of Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet will be a must-start option, even though this is a tough 49ers front. I do expect Kenneth Walker, to, I mean, Zach Charbonnet to get enough work in the pass game to maintain his foul fantasy relevancy he'll be an rb2 option dk metcalf you've heard of head shoulders knees and toes well this is hip rib and toes for dk metcalf he didn't practice yesterday i my feeling is he toughs it out tomorrow but this is one that dk metcalf certainly want to monitor although it's been a little bit of a disappointing season for dk metcalf he's getting all the looks you want to just this offense hasn't been as good the offensive line Hasn't been very good. It hasn't been able to open up plays for DK Metcalf downfield, unfortunately. Geno Smith just not getting a lot of blocking. He's not been quite as good under pressure this season. So DK Metcalf must start option if he is available, but certainly something to monitor. Jackson Smith or Jigba would get a bump if DK Metcalf were to miss the game. Geno Smith dealt with an elbow injury, was able to come back in the final drive of last week's game. Limited yesterday. But he will play, I believe. So, you know, if, if he were to miss the game for some reason, obviously this would be a big blow to the Seattle Seahawks offense. So certain, something to keep an eye on, but I do expect Geno Smith to play. Dolphins versus Jets over to the Friday games. Devon Achan limited. It was quoted from a coach that it would be he would be a surprise for him to play this Friday. So I'm going to go ahead and call it unlikely the Raheem Moster train will continue this weekend. Raheem Mostert, a strong RB2. And yeah, I mean, if Devon Achan, you know, this is a way different, you know, it's, you know, this was a long time ago at this point. Devon Achan was a regular part of this offense. He had a couple big games there. In redraft leagues, I'm hanging on to him, but I'm just not holding out a lot of hope at the end of the season. We're getting, we're getting closer here. Just getting integrated back into the offense is always tough for a young player. So Devon Achan, my expectations would be limited for him for the rest of the season. Tyreek Hill dealing with a hand injury, 58% of the snaps last week, a lot less than usual, but didn't seem too concerned after the game. We haven't gotten a lot of reports on that, but I do expect Tyreek Hill to play and not, and not be limited, if at all. Salvin Ahmed, running back, did go to the injured reserve. His 2023 season is over, and that just means more work for Raheem Mostert. Garrett Wilson also limited, but expected to play. Tim Boyle, we will see if that is a bump up for Garrett Wilson's production because Zach Wilson, I mean, at least Zach Wilson knew where to throw the football. At least we can say that for Garrett Wilson. We didn't get a completely disastrous season from him, but obviously not delivering on that top 10 wide receiver ADP. Saints versus Falcons. Derek Carr is still in concussion protocol and dealing with a shoulder injury. I think this puts him in, in line to maybe miss this week. You know, we're seeing we're de- seeing more and more NFL players dealing with multi-week concussion injuries. So Derek Carr not entirely healthy. It wouldn't surprise me with especially a competent backup in Jameis Winston to see Derek Carr miss this week. That's obviously actually not, not bad news for any of these pass catchers. Michael Thomas, um, of course, uh, is on injured reserve now. So Chris Olave going to be getting a lot of targets. Rashid Shaheed. Now as a flex option, especially with Jameis Winston out there, who is not scared of throwing the football downfield. So Derek Carr in your super flex league, something to monitor because you definitely, if he doesn't get in a, doesn't start practicing today, I would say that he is unlikely to play. Of course, I did say Michael Thomas, uh, you could, you could say it was Derek Carr's fault. (laughs) 
leaving Michael Thomas and, uh, open to that hit, unfortunately. But Michael Thomas likely probably out for the season at this point. Michael Thomas, no um, stranger to injuries, unfortunately. Had a, had a fairly good season, certainly met expectations, is a target earner when he's out there. But unfortunately, the injury bug did bite him again. Should be a nice bump up for Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid in targets. Jawan Johnson maybe as well. Taylor Heineke with a hamstring injury. Uh, Arthur Smith already said that Taylor Heineke is unlikely to practice this week with that hamstring injury and that Desmond Ritter will be the starter for the remainder of the season. We know, unfortunately, what that means for Kyle Pitts and Drake London. It's probably time. That door's, um, you know, it's been written for, the script's already been written for uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts this season. They are likely not going to be strongly fantasy relevant. Drake London on that back end of the wide receiver flex radar. Kyle Pitts on the back end of the tight end one radar. They have some big, you know, they're capable of having that big matchup, so you're going to throw them out there, but you're going to have a lot of down weeks. Zach Linton in the chat. What's up, my man? One of my favorite listeners. Freezy, Diggs and Pittman for Adams. Oh, a little trade question in the chat. Stefan Diggs and Michael Pittman for Devontae Adams, Gus Edwards, and Bijan Robinson. Other wide receivers are A.J. Brown and Cup. Other running backs are Swift Walker and A-Chan. Wow. You know, it's always tough for me to process these super big trades in real time. My gut is to go with Diggs and Pittman, though. Adams, I mean, it's been a tough season for Devontae Adams. It's just not going to happen this year. Aiden O'Connell is just Jimmy Garoppolo. They just have been very... They've been very poor at the quarterback position for the Raiders. I don't have a lot of faith in Devontae Adams. The season is more of a low-end wide receiver. Two, Gus Edwards. I mean, you could argue Gus Edwards is the most exciting part of that deal right now. Bijan Robinson, the usage with Arthur Smith is always frustrating. So I am leaning Diggs and Pittman just by a slight margin, though. Uh, yeah, but you are a little bit running back needy. I would search for a different offer. For me personally, I wouldn't want to give up Diggs and Pittman. And, and, you know, I know that you're in need of a running back at the moment with Walker and A-Chan dealing with injuries, but I'd scour the waiver wire. I'd scour for a different option. That's a bit pricey for me. Jamie, my man, welcome in the chat. Oh, and Jamie, of course, given a little Roshan Johnson love as he is prone to do. Did you notice Roshan had more carries than Herbert in the second half? <laughs> We'll see, Jamie. I'm hoping for a late season Roshan Johnson surge. For those of you who don't know, Jamie is one of our favorite listeners. Our, maybe our, my, my favorite listener. I'll go and say it. I, lo I love everybody else. Jamie has been with me the longest, though. Jamie, also the biggest Roshan Johnson supporter in the world. So I hope we see a late season breakout for you. Moving on to the Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. T. Higgins. Didn't suit up last week. Truly questionable with a hamstring injury. That's really the only big injury of note here. But with Joe Burrow out for the season, is T. Higgins really going to be fantasy viable anyway? He was, he hardly had was fantasy viable with Joe Burrow in the lineup. So I don't have a lot of faith with Browning back there. T. Higgins, there's just not enough targets to go around after Jamar Chase for him to deliver at his ADP this season. He's also not a player who's been known to play through injuries and play well through injuries in the past. So even if he did play, I expect him to be limited and not to be very fantasy relevant. A borderline wide receiver three on the teetering of wide receiver four if he does play for me. Moving on to Carolina versus the Titans here. A couple concussions to note here. Hayden Hurst did miss last week with a concussion. Could be back this week. Not somebody who I would be wanting to put in fantasy lineups. Not a very 
just not a very many fantasy relevant weeks for Hayden Hurst this year. Not a very good offense. Bryce Young has been a disaster. So what, what does that mean for the, the average tight end of that offense? Usually not very much. Traylon Burks, though, has been in – he suffered a concussion week nine and has missed week 10 and week 11 and didn't really didn't get back on the field yesterday. So that leaves me in line that he is also very serious concussion, unfortunately, for Traylon Burks and probably in danger of missing this week too. You know, you for especially a player, young player like Traylon Burks, he definitely would have to ramp up and practice a little bit probably to play in the game, get a little bit of uh, accumulated to the game plan. So I don't expect Traylon Burks to play this week, even though you probably weren't going to be playing him anyway. Colts versus Buccaneers. Jelani Woods dealing with a little bit of an injury there, but not, not too many. Nothing really to note for the fantasy relevant players. Giants versus Pats. Not nothing really here either, because mainly, of course, there's not just not very many fantasy relevant players on the Giants or the Pats at the moment. But Darren Waller was quoted in saying he was in the early recovery phase of his hamstring injury. What does that mean? He's probably not going to be playing next week either. Although Tom, I, we said Darren Waller's season was over, but Tommy DeVito, maybe the chicken cutlets do do something. Maybe living with mom, maybe there's something to all this because he had quite a performance last week. That's probably his best game of the season. It's probably probably going to be a lot more missed than hits for DeVito after this. But if he plays like that, Darren Waller probably would find his way back into relevancy. But it just could be another couple of weeks. So I'm not too excited about Darren Waller's prospects. Over to the Texans and versus the Jaguars. Damian Pierce could return this week. He has missed the last couple weeks. I do expect him to operate behind Devin Singletary, though. Devin Singletary, you know, Damian Pierce just hadn't been very productive up to the point of being injured. Then Singletary certainly ran off with it this week. I do expect him to get his opportunities, but I do expect this probably probably to lean a 55 to 60-40 split toward Devin Singletary. Noah Brown did miss this past week, too, was reportedly dealing with a one to two week injury. So he very questionable, I would say, whether he's going to be playing this week. But if he did play, he would be in that wide receiver three conversation. C.J. Stroud is just money right now. It's hard to pick against C.J. Stroud. And Noah Brown is operating kind of as that wide receiver two, wide receiver three in the offense right now. Very productive. I'm riding the hot hand with C.J. Stroud if Noah Brown does end up playing. Browns versus Broncos here. Of course, uh, Deshaun Watson uh, was, is going to be having his surgery this week. Maybe he already had it, maybe having it today. A lot of a lot of players like Daniel Jones and Deshaun Watson were having their surgeries this week. Not a lot to note here, except that uh, the Broncos do not expect to activate Greg Dulcich from IR. Going to be continuing to miss time. Even when he does come back, not somebody I'll be targeting particularly. Rams versus Cardinals. They do expect Kyron Williams to be back from IR. I would say this is a lot different offense than when Kyron Williams was back playing. Cooper, you know, this this offense has unfortunately degraded a little bit since then. In that time, Cooper Cup struggling to stay fantasy relevant. Puka Nakua struggling to stay fantasy relevant. Yeah, it's it's tough sledding. Kyron Williams did have a lot of targets back then, so it's just it's tough for me to see Kyron Williams sliding back into that RB. He was a top twelve running back when he was playing before, so it's hard for me to see that he'll be a low end RB two for me. And I'm just a little bit scared that this offense is kind of turning into what we thought it was at the beginning of the season: disastrous offensive line, everybody getting a little bit nicked up. So, Kyron Williams. 
I'm starting him, but I don't have the same expectations that I had. Puka Nakua, shoulder injury, Sean McVay. We haven't had a lot of information on it. Sean McVay said he was unsure of the severity of it a couple days ago. Haven't gotten a lot since then. I wouldn't expect him to be in danger of missing the game. But like I said, you know, everybody's getting a little bit downgraded in this offense at the moment. Cooper Cup, low right ankle sprain considered day to day. Very well could play, but I mean, with the Rams Caesar and kind of teetering on the balance here, it wouldn't surprise me to see him sit as well. So Cooper Cup, not 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 going to be delivering on that top five, top ten wide receiver ADP, depending on when you were drafting this offseason. It's unfortunately this offense just isn't quite good enough. The offensive line is a disaster. So I do expect uh, Cooper Cup to kind of just be floating in that wide receiver two range for the rest of the season. Jamie in the chat, what do you think about Dulcich for the future? He did flash his rookie season having five tight end one games out of 10 played. I it I just was nervous for Greg Dulcich for the fact that we were changing coaching staffs before the season. You know, he didn't have the original coaching staff who drafted him. And that's always a little bit of a concern, especially for tight end, which is a volatile position anyway. Considering the emergence of a lot of the young rookie tight ends this year, I mean, he's really floating back there for me, probably a low end dynasty tight end too. I haven't done my, I haven't done my rankings in a couple of weeks. I'd have to go back and look where I have Dulcich. I'm still thinking probably mid to low end dynasty tight end two, and not, not somebody, you know, maybe I wouldn't even send a third round pick for Greg Dulcich for me personally. I think you can do better at the tight end spot. If he gets cut, if you can get him for a fourth round pick, if you can get him for a throw in and a deal, sure. I, I did like the fact that after dealing with an injury for the first six weeks of last season, they immediately inserted him at the starter. So he does have some talent, some chops, but we saw that role fade a little bit towards the end of 2022 anyway. And so Greg Dulcich, not too an exciting buy for me. Over up next, uh, Michael Wilson is uh, dealing with a shoulder injury, missed this past week. Exciting young rookie I was on Michael Wilson before the season at Stanford was very, very good. His freshman season then just dealt with injuries unfortunately his the whole rest of his time in college so we never really got to see him build on that freshman performance so michael wilson very exciting player if he does play i think he'll be in that flex territory borderline wide receiver three my kansas City chiefs had a rough monday night my goodness the wide receiver course you know that's a Tale for another podcast, my disappointment in my Kansas City Chiefs, but the Raiders versus Kansas City, nothing really to note on the injury report. Bills versus Eagles, Dawson Knox and Dallas Goddard are going to remain out, of course. That means more targets for Dalton Kincaid, more targets for Devontae Smith. So a little bit of a concentrated pass catching for the Bills and Eagles this weekend. Ravens versus Chargers. Mark Andrews, of course, suffered that severe, uh, notable ankle injury this past week. He It wasn't as bad as initially feared, though. He did have surgery, and he does have an outside chance of returning later on this season. Jalen Guyton and Gerald Everett did both miss this past week. And we are going, yes, with Quinton Johnson uh, not having success as the second option in the offense, Jalen Guyton and Gerald Everett most certainly needed not guys you'll be rushing into fantasy lineups, but maybe in very deep leagues, Jalen Guyton and Gerald Everett will be getting a few targets. Vikings and Bears, not a lot to note there. Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson, I don't like the verbiage when what we're using here. It seems like we just keep pushing, pushing back the return date. 
Justin Jefferson letting us know he doesn't care about us fantasy managers and that he will be returning when he is fully healthy. So I keep hearing potentially like week 13, week 14. So, you know, Justin Jefferson, it, it's a kind of a lost season almost for me. Of course, you had to hang on to him because it's Justin Jefferson, but he hasn't, he's got injured. What was it? Week five or week six. So we lost a lot of time for Justin Jefferson. And even when he does come back, I don't think this is going to be a lot. I think we saw Joshua Dobbs, you know, when we get when he, the hype train was a little too much after two weeks, obviously. And we saw him regress just a little bit this past week. And I mean, that's, that's what, that's what's going to happen. You know, you're going to have some great Joshua Dobbs games. You're going to have some not very great Joshua Dobbs games. And because of that reason, Justin Jefferson, probably just a wide receiver one, I think this, the rest of this season, even when he dubs come back. So he's not going to be winning your line, your matchups most likely. That is probably also the death of Jordan Addison. Unfortunately, his fantasy value, that is just not enough targets to go around, especially after TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson. So unfortunately, I don't think Justin Jefferson is coming back to save anybody's season. With that, we'll wrap it up here. I just wanted to give a quick update on the injuries ahead of week 12. Looking for a little bit of a different theme vibe on these Wednesday podcasts. So anything that you'd want to see on Wednesdays, that you guys are maybe missing as part of your regular fantasy lineup, just shoot me a DM on Twitter or something like that, or shoot me a message. Let me know what you guys would like to hear about as we finish up this fantasy season. I'll be, I'll be crash landing into week 17 here. The grind is real at the moment. I'm, I'm sick, but I'm, I am running on just pure caffeine at the moment. So I appreciate all the listeners though, Zach, Jamie, my favorite, some of my favorites. So I really appreciate you guys. Freezy appreciate the question. Good luck this weekend. I'll be back. Happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Enjoy the food, everybody. And I will be back on Friday to give a week 12 fantasy football preview. Thank you so much, everybody. And like I said, have fun tomorrow. 